Hello, 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 and welcome back to What's So Special About Music Anyways, the official podcast. So today we're going to talk about a new-ish release. I mean, it was released in March, but I just recently checked it out, and I'm just like taking a deep breath now because this this is about to get insane. So let's just dive in. We're going to talk about the new album by Dua Lipa, uh, Future Nostalgia, and the first thing I can say is... Man, are female artists taking this music scene by... No, not even this. The, as in the period T music scene by Storm this year. I think, you know, I we have had, you know, big female names in the game for a very long time. And it seems that one of them will put out a really fantastic record and it'll be... I don't want to say idolized, but it will given it'll be given the amount of support it deserves in some regards, but then it's kind of washed away of the side by everything else. And this year, everybody has been putting out stellar albums. You know, you had Halsey, you had Haim, you had Lady Gaga, and now, you know, Dua, even though Dua's album came out before Lady Gaga's, but that is besides the point. Uh, so this album is very much, you know, the 1980s meets this modern flair to a T. That's exactly what it is. And I'm definitely going to talk about how Dua achieves that. Now, the thing is, is she has talked about how this album was her Ravine sound. This was her sophomore album. And she said she took, she took her initial sound, right, that she had and liked that kind of put her on the map. And then she said, I'm going to change this, like, change this to what... I see my vision of being and this album is a dance album and you know it makes you feel good listening to it and the lyrics across the spectrum are very uh, back and forth I think there are some albums I mean it's an album about love it's about heartbreak it's about you know interactions with people and relationships and things of that matter which is very relatable content and the way that she presents it on the album is so back and forth which is very indicative of a human being so I think that is a masterpiece within itself as a thematic album I think she approaches that type of an album in a smart way since a lot of people kind of waver with that kind of a thematic area but when you dive into the music it's it's literally phenomenal I mean you're looking at you know fantastic dance tracks, things that are high energy, things that lay back at the right times, there's silence at the right times, the instrumentation blends well with her voicing. Um, to me, the biggest thing that sticks out is just the overall connection to the 80s. And, you know, she talks about how she, that's, you know, the music that she, you know, is close to, the music she cares about, the music that she grew up with. And that was how she wanted to blend, she wanted to bring her sound to that. Uh, you hear in the album quotes of Queen, you hear quotes of Eurythmics, you hear quotes of even John Williams soundtrack music. And to me, that is so intelligent because it is so small and you have to really be thinking and listening at the same time, like critically listening, not even just enjoying it to listen, which you can do with this album. You can put it on, have a great time, but you can sit down and think about it critically and be like, wow, this really is a musical masterpiece if you really sit down and think about it. She... All of her influences that she's primarily using are from the 1980s. 
well, in the heyday of the 1980s. And I just think that's miraculous because it's like, here she is using that as her foundation. This is what I grew up with. This is what I enjoyed. This is what I want to build off of to create my sound. And then that's what she quotes, direct things from that era. Genius. Completely genius. And I... I believe that there are so many things on this record that will appeal to many people because I, that was the one, I think, there were many, many fantastic things about music from the 80s, but one of the major things is how relatable it was and how likable it was to people, even if they wouldn't say that they enjoy pop music or alt-pop music or what it may be. If they prefer a genre over the other or they're like I'm not into this genre at all I think the way that the 80s worked is everybody pretty much loved what was coming on because it all kind of related you know music is music is music but you know there's the clear subjection to each but this album really pulls from the brightest of pop the you know edge of alt you know she has some rock beats in there she's bringing the bass that it influences the blues like there are things in here that tie all of the major musical genres together to create this masterpiece of an album that really takes you there each track on the make has its own voice but still connects to the whole and I think that's phenomenal and also I have to give a shout out to the um, album artwork because it gives you very much the Jetsons vibe even though I believe that's a 1960s reference the uh, aesthetic of it you know here she is looking very high fashion and modern what may be the future looking quote-unquote that was seen back then so that was very fast talking of me but there's so much to be said about this album, and I don't want to spoil it because I think, just like Lady Gaga's Chromatica, I think this one should be experienced from front to back. Um, I think that it deserves the listen, and I, I think between the two of them, it's going to be a close call this year. Those two albums are really edging towards the front because I just think they are so ahead of the time by like, but also being so nostalgic, pun completely intended, because... I am a believer that music or artists for that matter are trying to like appeal and fit in to the current and these two albums but you know especially like specifically talking in this one Dua's album she does not care she's like I'm gonna put out music that I like that I enjoy and I want people to enjoy with me and in that matter she's being even more successful because it sounds innovative it sounds fresh it sounds new but if you reverse it and you really think about it it's so nostalgic and just comfy and homey to listen to. And I just think that is such a fantastic blend of dichotomy of music to have. And it's hard to achieve. So somebody in their sophomore album putting something out like this, I, I can't wait until the madness is over so she can tour this album because that is when this stuff is going to hit... It's going to hit, it's going to go to the universe, you know what I mean? Like, it is going to be on fire because I can see her putting a whole production together to really celebrate this album. So, with that being said, that's going to be everything that I talk about today. And like I said, um, new music is kind of coming in an influx, so bear with me please and also coming up I'm going to do my very first live reaction podcast it's going to come out in segments and I will be live reacting on my podcast to uh, Neck Deep's newest album so that will be a lot of fun and my first interview with um, a band called The Far Side will be coming also shortly so until next time